<laughs> See, this is this mom stuff that she gets all into. After you have the baby, you must eat the placenta. And the best way we like to do is fry it up, put a little bit of butter, maybe just a tiny bit of garlic, no. slice it real thin with some brioche bread. Raw mm. gives you the most nutrients. How did it taste? I put it in a smoothie. Oh, you ate the placenta. I was going to try to bait you into that, but she just came out with it. I knew it. See? And then she would have those damn fangs over here, and she was chomping and shit. That's why she said she can't have garlic. Oh, you put it in a smoothie. What kind of smoothie was it? Placenta smoothie. As you can tell, Ashley's excited about this one. It's one of her favorite topics. It was until you started to put me down about it. No. <laughs> Ashley did a bunch of research on this one. She's mm -hmm. all into it, right? I am, yeah. Well, hang on. Hang yeah. on. Well, yeah. Well, hang on what? Not she's... that into it. You'll hear. You'll see what I'm talking about later. <laughs> she's into it. It's episode number 10. and That's a pretty big milestone. Ten of them under the belt. Mm -hmm. This one's going to be uh, relating to one of Ashley's favorite subjects, vampires. Vamps. The vamps. So we got Ashley. We have Spencer. We got the wizard Ted here in the studio. So we're going to cover that here in just a few minutes. But we're always going to go to first. We're going to get into the news article. We got to go. Oh, boy. That's right. You're going to tell us. article, yeah. <laughs> Man who hired dog sitter finds two shirtless men, lube, and a neglected dog. Okay, stop. This is ridiculous that you would not use my articles. What are you talking about? This is This is news. ridiculous. No, this is real news. <clears throat> Coming out of Colorado. Hey, Col that's where Joshua Maddox was from. See? Colorado City, Colorado. It appears obedient Weird school. shit all around. <laughs> it appears obedient school may be in order for a dog sitter. So this is the way it went. A dog, a woman, agreed to watch a man's dog. However, when he returned to the house, he walked into the house and walked into a hair-raising situation. I guess the guy, the homeowner, as he walks into the house, he says the general smell in the house was disgusting. Oh, boy. All the windows and the doors were open, and it smelled like ass. Oh, God. Right? What's happening? All right. So I guess the way the story goes is he came around 1 a.m. He came home at 1 a.m.? Came home 1 a.m. and okay. noticed that there were two men without their shirts setting on the couch. Sitting or setting? Yes, on the couch. <laughs> they were just nonchalantly hanging out. Okay. You there didn't was... know these guys? What? Didn't know them? No. no just, cool. He comes home at one o'clock. Here's two Joes in his house being bros with no shirts. It gets better. <laughs> there was an open bottle of personal lubricant and a camcorder. Oh on my the God. end table. So it kind of looks like it might be pretty self-explanatory of what might be going on. But the dog sitter, the woman dog sitter, was nowhere to be found. Later, it was found that she was in the shower at 1 a.m. I thought she was going to be in the chimney. Mm, Sorry. That was, la that was last <laughs> I episode. Know. I know. But <laughs> All right. Sounds so like it could have started off the same. She gets out of the shower, mm -hmm. right? Comes out in the towel. These two guys there, he's there. He says, what, you know, what the hell's all going on? All this kind of stuff, whatever. Asks, Was I she guess, not expecting him home? No, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think. I mean, this doesn't sound like not. it's right. So he says, well, what the, what, why you got all this lube here for, I guess? And she says, can be completely honest. I didn't have WD-40. And my keys were stuck in my car, so I ended up grabbing what I had in my car for things that, you know, I do on my personal time. 
And I didn't think about putting it back in my car. She usually uses WD-40? To get her keys. She didn't. Her keys were stuck. Oh. So she, instead of using WD-40, she used lubricant that she had in her car for her personal things that, you know, (laughs) she does on her own time. She just keeps bottles in her car. And these guys were in her car? I don't know what they were on. They were on the couch. Where'd so come from? the homeowner also said that his sheets were also dirty. Oh and at a closer look, there was also what he can only assume as body fluids oh on the couch. Oh my God. And then this, the lady that has remained nameless to, from the dog sitter says she don't know anything about that because she was in the sho- shower and <laughs> she was sitting on the couch in a towel before the friends got there. But she don't know anything about no fluids on the couch. Time to throw it all away and start over. Start fresh. Burn now. it down. So burn it. Just move. But my whole thing is, well, wait a minute. <laughs> I was like, she's supposed to be there to watch the dog. See, when I started reading all this, I'm like, oh my god, they're doing something to this poor dog. <laughs> That's what I. The first thing that goes into my mind is, you know, Fido is being traumatized in ways that he doesn't want to be traumatized. But. So, actually, the dog's name was Jimbo. That's a lot better than Fido. Yes. Jimbo (laughs) was found to be locked in a bedroom, sitting in his own urine, acting terrified. Lord knows what this dog has seen in the past, (laughs) however long it was gone. Or heard. I don't know if he cared about it. I mean, I, I don't know. But it was a total mess there, they said. And I can only imagine what poor Jumbo saw there. Jumbo. I think was it Jimbo or Jumbo? Jimbo, sorry. <laughs> I was like Jumbo's Jumbo's Jumbo, was, Jimbo. Jumbo is the title of their movie that they made. Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine coming home from wherever you were at? Fighting your dog sitter. Your just house smells a... like ass. I guess literally it smelt like <laughs> you know, that type of smell. You see a camcorder, lubricant, and two guys just sitting on the couch with cheese. She didn't eating. have an explanation for the guys. They were just her friends that just happened to stop over shirtless and oh, perfect time. The for camcorder was not was <laughs> you know whatever, and the lubricant was to use to release her keys that were stuck. It released something. That's what she said. <laughs> so that's going on in Colorado, people. <clears throat> Lock your dogs up, take them with you. But this girl yes. was from a dog sitting agency. And I know that oh they, my God. yes, it was from a dog sitting agency and they said that they vet their people very well and do background checks and everything else. And this is the first case that they've heard of anything going on of this nature. So that's in Colorado. So if you're having your dogs watched in Colorado, be careful. Who knows what happens to all of our listeners out there. It's the public service announcement. Keep your dogs close and out of the hands of your PSA today. Yeah. Poor, poor dog, Jimbo. <laughs> that's our news it's always strange it's always interesting and not found by ashley not fine yeah good news not found by ashley and there was no poop no poop was involved it just in smelled this. like butt it smelled like ass and there was the dog was sitting <laughs> in urine close but no cigar so bad yeah so that's the only body fluids you get dog urine ashley's new stories is what color the sky is i know you should have seen some of the news stories she bullshit Bullshit. News today, the sky is blue. I think I use that. Why do I put up with this shit? Why do I do it? (laughs) Well, those that's been following our uh, where in the world Hannah is, we have an update. She is okay. Um, She got with us to let us know that the Bigfoot that she thought she was encountering was just a man in a costume. And we already told her that that episode is done and over with and thanks, but no thanks on her, you know, contributing to that. So she was a little disappointed, but I mean, she is trying, she's hard at work doing something. So something in the field, something in the field. So we explained (laughs) to her that this time we're going to be doing vampires and she was all into that. She's, you know what? She is actually, let me tell you, she said that there was an after party from the party that she was, I guess, at with this whole hairy, furry, uh, furry Bigfoot, whatever. 
<laughs> and that at the after party, they were getting into this these sexual conversations about bloodletting or something like that. And that she said something to me about a blood boner and that she was going to check that <laughs> oh out. God. But I think what they were asking her is being a blood donor. She heard boner, got confused. So anyhow, she was going to check off to that to see if uh, what she could find out about bloodletting and what she thought blood boners were. But that's where Hannah's at now. Hopefully we'll have an update with some better information about that here shortly. So what do you think about that, Ashley? Sounds like she's walking into trouble. <laughs> That's where Hannah's best at, that I think. She Yeah, she handles it pretty well. She does. So maybe she'll get us some information. I'm hoping for vampire episode. I'm hoping. Which she's about to miss. Yep. So So vampires. What do you think? You think they're real? Um, I'm kind of on the absolutely not list. Some people would disagree. I know. That's why it's a thing. It is a thing. Mm-hmm. I think there are people out there that believe in the vampire-esque and like what we were talking about, the bloodletting and, you know, ends up being some sort of a sexual fetish encounter to where, now again, by no means am, am I an expert in this field. So if anybody's out there that would like to educate me a little bit better, please get a hold of us. But Are you uh, talking about the subculture? Yes. Yes. So There's you, a whole subculture. Well, tell me about it. So there are these... Vampire. They call themselves vampires. Okay. They, they even get their teeth done. Sometimes they sharpen their cane. Is, are these the canines? Yeah. Canine teeth? She's pointing to her. Mine are actually creepishly naturally pointy anyway. We got to watch that. Mm. Oh, she just. <laughs> I, we even heard that. <laughs> Sorry, Tim. Wow. But go ahead. So the subculture. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> she got in, The prude got embarrassed again. <laughs> Her face is, oh my God, if you guys could see her, her face is like maroon. Are you breathing? In through your nose, out through your mouth. I'm good. All right. Subculture of people that believe themselves to be vampires. That actually consume blood. They do actually consume blood. Now they say that it's not the supernatural vampire that we normally think of and what have you. But what they do is they... Take donors, which is probably what Hannah's walking into. That she thought they were talking about blood boners. They'll take them somewhere and they'll drain their blood and uh, actually drink it. And that's supposed to just give them that fetish behind it? There's fetish stuff involved. Some people actually believe that it helps keep you young. Well, vitality. Vitality. Yes. So could they consider? <laughs> He's raising his hand. <laughs> May I speak, please? Would that be cannibalistic? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think Would originally it? vampires are considered yes cannibals. It's eating one's own flesh and blood. So yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know if they want to be considered that though. I don't care what they want to be considered. I mean, if you're going to eat your own flesh and blood, then... now researching this, there's a lot of talk about how unsanitary. And dangerous this is. Well, I can imagine. Hello. Yeah. These people are not professional nurses or doctors that are inserting needles to draw blood, first of all. Second of all, they're drinking, actually drinking blood. Human blood. Human blood. Mm-hmm. HIV. I mean. Hepatitis. Hepatitis. I mean, if you got a small cut in your mouth. Dude. I don't Sharing know. needles and all yeah, yeah I don't know if they show needles or if they start fresh. But, but I did see, I did see an episode of a, I don't remember what show it was, but they were actually showing where they were drawing blood mm-hmm. for this whole, you know, consumption, yeah. you know, and they were using, you know, the rubber gloves and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what difference does it make? Why are you using rubber gloves if you're going to put it in, in your, your body, right. in your mouth? Now, I don't know if, if, if they did have something, if it goes through your digestive sy- system, if that. You know, kind of kills any viruses or anything or that, you know, that I don't know. But what's the point of of wearing rubber gloves for it? You know, that brings me to another point. We're going to go down a rabbit hole on this one. It's kind of one of those things that make you go, hmm. Oh, God. Lethal injection. Right? Mm-hmm. Why, during lethal injection, 
when they're putting somebody to death for the crimes they committed on death row or whatever, they're strapped to the table. Why do they use alcohol to clean their vein before they stick the needle in? Are they going to get an infection? Huh. What's the purpose? You're going to kill this guy and you're worried about scrubbing an area on his vein with some alcohol patches or something. As a nurse, I'm sure it's just customary. They always do it beforehand. But save but money. On an alcohol swab that on costs a, yes, we half already a penny? Sp- <laughs> we've already spent, I don't know how much money having somebody in jail. I don't know. Maybe it's just considered moral. An alcohol patch that costs what, a the family. I don't what, know. The family's going to turn around and sue. <laughs> oh, you didn't swab him right. So now, you know, we're going <laughs> to sue for, you know, $20 million because you didn't do your procedure right or something. I've Maybe. always wondered that. It's like the craziest thing. Hmm. Just those things that make you go, hmm. I didn't know they did that. Hmm. Hmm. There you go. All right. So let's get back to that. That's how we get on those rabbit holes. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> so you don't subscribe to the theory of. Other than that, the whole maybe the sexual aspect of things, you don't think that, you know, people's turning into bats and flying around and sucking blood. And What's your beliefs in vampires? Uh, I don't, I don't know. I think I used to believe in them more than I do now after doing some of the research. We can dive into that in a minute okay. on why that. So what about you, Matt? Other than the... The subculture? The subculture. I don't. Now, if I believe in people that have superhuman strength and can't see the, you know, be out in the sun and all those stereotypical ideals behind it all. But again, now there, we'll cover some, uh, some cultures that still believe and act as if there are, I I guess I was going to say living, breathing vampires, but. They're undead. Yes. Vampires that are out and about and they're going to put an end to it. What about you, Spencer? Um, no, 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 I don't believe no. in it. Do you like I'm, vampire I'm, movies? No, I'm a huge skeptic <laughs> when it comes to everything, and this is just one of those topics I find too far to be true. So, what do you think about the Bigfoot? There's too much unknown or possibility, I guess. I mean, you can see that in between footprints, there's several feet in between each footprint. So you're saying there's 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 possible evidence that might support it. Yeah. And you don't know if there's evidence behind the vampire. No. My question is, if we don't believe in it, where can we trace it where all the stories came from? Have you seen Pirates of the you've seen Pirates of the Caribbean, right? Yeah. The Jetty Dot Depp line, like, then where do the stories come from? I wonder. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think about all this stuff. It comes from somewhere. Well, and I I think, think a lot of the knowledge about it is figuring out where it came from. I think deciding. one of the original ones was Vlad, wasn't it? Yes. Vlad Dracul, I believe, is where we get the Dracula from. Mm-hmm. Vlad the Impaler from Romania. Bram Stoker based his novel Dracula yeah. off of him. You want to tell us more about him, Matt? Who? Uh, Bram Stoker or? <laughs> <laughs> Stroker? Uh-huh. <laughs> Bram Stoker. Bram Stoker. Well, Vlad. <laughs> Vlad. Vlad was, um, he was a ruler over in Romania. Had a castle, all that kind of stuff. And, and, and a general. Yeah. Well, back in those days, yeah. when you were the ruler, you were, I mean. You were everything. What you said, yeah, what you said goes. So um, some of the history I know behind that one, he was a very ruth, ruthless, just, ruth- I mean. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, ruthless person, and he did these things to get his you know his name out. That hey, if you guys come into my little territory, bad things are going to happen to you. And that's mm-hmm. where they get Vlad the Impaler from. Because one of the things that he would do is he would set people on top of spikes, wooden posts, way up in the air, all around the castle. And then they would just basically sit out there and be stuck on it as they slowly slide down and be impaled. Yeah, basically, I mean, he That's gruesome. sets you on the spike. It was, you know, right up in there. So as you're trying to, like, not slide <laughs> For down. For listeners, the hand motions yeah, that Matt is using is if, beyond yeah, description. <laughs> if we were on TV, you guys would have a whole nother look of things. But, <laughs> yeah, and you would just basically slide down the interior. 
on uh, on top of this wooden pike that's sharpened on one end stuck in the ground on the other and he would have these all around the the area there and basically you would just slowly die as you slid onto it and it could last for can you imagine the post going up that in through the center of your body until you finally kick it yeah so yeah he was the inspiration for Bram stoker not stroker Stoker's Stoker. novel uh, in 1987 is is when the book came out, and of course his that movie is one of the most popular vampire movies of all time. Still, there's a lot of movies out there though. There's a lot. There's movies and television shows, mm-hmm. and what some are, that you know, I some that you haven't seen. That's uh, have right, you, you seen them all? No, most that's, that right. Hasn't seen. that's right. That's right. But I've, I've seen, seen I've seen these. some. Uh-huh. By the way, she loves Twilight. I don't love Twilight. She said that was the most oh fabulous no. stuff ever. No, nope, nope. I read the books, but and she said the books were fabulous. Uh, you must go out and buy all of them. I was make two copies. I was circling the errors, the grammatical errors, as I was reading the book. It was it's bad. Mm. Anyway, well, there you go. So That's we've got what? What do we? What have we got? We've got Dracula, of course. Yeah, that's the older, yeah, uh-huh. original one. Interview with a Vampire. Tom Cruise and... Uh, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Walking around topless. With, was it, who interviewed them? Who's the um, interviewer? Wasn't Matt Damon, was it? Oh, man, I can't remember. Offhand. It's been a long time that's since good, I've, yeah. I have seen it, but it's been a long time. I See, I'm trying to test her. She hasn't seen it. We've got, it actually started off as a Swedish movie, Let the Right One In. That America redid as Let Me In. That's a good one. Have you seen that one? No, I don't think so. I haven't seen the American version. The Swedish version is really good. It's actually very, very creepy. That's a shout out to our Swedish listeners. All two of you. There you go. Yeah, well, they got to have something to do. Van Helsing. Have you seen that one? Yeah. I have not seen that one. We're looking at the cast list for interviews. Christian Slater. It was Christian Slater. Christian Slater. There we go. Christian Slater. Right. Thanks. You, you could have told us, Spencer. Oh, there was a lot of people on the list. I didn't oh, you probably didn't know who it was. No. You probably haven't seen it. No. So then we've got Twilight. Yeah. I did do a quick poll, just to throw it out there. I did a quick poll on my, because this is a thorough group of people. Absolutely not. I've got a mom group Facebook page. It's actually very large. There's like that thousand or something mm-hmm. of us on there. And I asked. Well, shout out to the moms group. <laughs> I asked what their favorite vampire movies shows books were that impacted their perception of what they think of when it comes to vampires now you need to let them all they were all mentioned on the podcast so, yeah and and unfortunately a lot of them did say twilight oh <laughs> you got buffy the vampire slayer buffy the vampire slayer not yeah uh supernatural the show that's a good show Have i you think seen one that of... show mm. you'd like it no no they take a lot of true lore when it comes to the episodes. I think the last long series I watched was pretty decent. I, I guess it would go with True Blood. I haven't seen that one. Oh, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Twice, like yeah, but that was very good. I, I mean, I liked I liked True Blood. True Blood was good. Several seasons of that one. Being Human, that started off as a British series, and then mm-hmm. America did it. That's pretty good. Like a ghost, a vampire, and a werewolf live together. <laughs> interesting mm. and then you said true blood and then uh ann rice is popular amongst readers she wrote many vampire novels that were apparently pretty good but i've never read them but it's kind of funny though even we we have stuff but even in i mean the vampire itself is rooted i think in our car culture pretty deeply yes i mean even kid wise i mean because there's even funny cartoonish Dude, there's multiple vampire kid stuff can you First, kind of creeps me out. Why is I'm that? A mom. I don't know. It's something that's so creepy and. Well, Sesame Street, and... you got the count. <laughs> the count. One more. <laughs> I got to tell you, when I was looking up stuff for two the Two balls. <laughs> three, three balls. <laughs> four, four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's going to be the intro. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> yeah, wow. But yeah, that's... Uh... I got to tell you, when I was looking up the info for the episode, I came across a chart that it laid out all the different vampires from the different 
books, series, history, whatever, and it goes through like um, means of protection from them, how to kill them, and what happens when they die. And for Count Chocula, for who? <laughs> the the you're backing way up, and you're because Choc- get... you're questioning me. I know. I... He turns into Count Chocula. Count Chocula turns the cereal. It says turns to chocolate cereal dust. Oh, how precious. I thought it was the funniest thing ever. <laughs> and they had they put him on the list like it was significant. Anyway, so you kids, you've got I guess there's a uh Netflix series called Vampirina, Vampirina. Mm-hmm. I think it's a vampire ballerina, right? Cuz that just makes sense. Sounds sure. out there. My yeah. babysitter's a vampire. Have you seen that one? No. no. I thought you're being real. No. <laughs> Mom's got a date with a vampire. That's an old Disney Channel one. Uh-uh. It was good. Nope. And then there's the Hotel Transylvania movies that are based off of the Didn't there just Dracula. a new one come out? Yeah. The third one just came yeah. out. Yeah. And there's three of them probably going to be more. But, I mean, okay. <clears throat> the things that we know about vampires. You live forever. You got some pretty awesome powers. Right. But you... how... You get to well. I mean, what's what are some of the powers that we know in culture? You super strength. You can fly. You can move real fast. Yeah, but how many of those are just pop culture? Well, I, I yeah. I mean, well, I'm features. sure all of them are. But what I'm saying is, with pop culture as a as being a vampire, mm-hmm. let's uh, who come on. It's kind of cool. You get an awesome black trench coat. Yeah. I mean, you get to walk. You don't age without a shirt on. <laughs> you don't age. You don't die. You have you this. Pregnant. You have this. Well, that's, I don't, that's all I'm concerned that, about. I know. Yeah, that's that's for female vampires. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about the the seed from a male vampire. Could well, a male in Twilight, vampire? You can. Well, come on. I told you she liked <laughs> it. I told you she liked Twilight. I don't like See? it. I read it. <laughs> so twice a, over. A male vampire can get a. Non-vampire female pregnant. Yeah. So then, what is the baby? That's what you. That that's what Twilight is. That's what Twilight. It's like a half and half. Yeah. It's a happy. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Spoiler alert. Just in case you haven't seen it, now you get a happy. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> so, but it is pretty cool. I mean, plus they have this whole sexual, you know, mysterious, yeah, desire maybe, or you know, they they can be very seductive to lure you in and and basically feast off your blood and type thing. Or it's fucking tasty. I'm just <laughs> it tastes like it tastes like iron to me. Yeah, a little minerally. Can you believe that people actually just sit there and drink a glass of it? I mean, I can How believe would you it, do but, that? but you, I couldn't stomach it. I did see that, and, and but there are, I, I mean, I think medically you could probably get some nutrients from the blood, an infusion. But no, I mean, even I would think, I mean, it's it's no different than you're still eating iron. Yeah, I mean, that's part of the stuff. I'm sure there's that's like other consuming the placenta. See, this is this mom stuff that she gets all into. After you have the baby, you must eat the placenta. And the best way we like to do is fry it up, put a little bit of butter, maybe just a tiny bit of garlic, slice it real thin with some brioche bread. Raw Mm. gives you the most nutrients. How did it taste? I put it in a smoothie. Oh, you ate the placenta? (laughs) I was going to try to bait you into that, but she just came out with it. I knew, see, and then she would have those damn fangs over here and she was chomping and shit. That's why she said she can't have garlic. Oh, yeah, it's all starting to come out. She chomps, she's got sharp ass teeth. She was I'm making a that. Hippie. Huh? I'm a hippie. No, no, no. Hippies have nothing to do with some <laughs> vampiric shit. Oh, you put it in a smoothie. What kind of smoothie was it? Send a smoothie. Berries. What? What? You cover it up with berries and bananas. How much of the placenta did you eat? At a time, only just a little chunk. Okay, they can't see that. It's like a silver dollar. A little bit, yeah. Like an ounce. Uh, Like like an ounce? I don't know. That was it? it. At a time. How many times did you eat it? Once a week. Oh, no. (laughs) For how long? Until it was gone? I didn't eat it. I didn't do all of it. No. 
She just hit her head on the microphone. That's my hand. No, it was her head. How uh how many how many uh how many mothers in your group you think would percentage wise do you think they agree that that's I mean or a practice that they go with? I mean, where were we at? 30, 40%. Okay. So not half, but a pretty good amount. Mm-hmm. It's it's a thing. A lot of people encapsulate it. You can encapsulate it. Like dry it and powder it and eat it or something? Mm-hmm. You don't eat it. You take it in a capsule, a pill, encapsulated. And you eat it. I mean, it goes down your throat. You it's not a suppository. It, yeah. <laughs> you ingest it. You swallow yeah. it. Yes. Yeah. Well, by eating it, I mean, I don't know how else to ingest something. Mm-hmm. It's not a suppository. No. I'm sure you can arrange for that. Mm. I, I, does it absorb? I don't. I don't know how that would work. But now, is this so nutrients? But if it's nutrients, replenishing iron. So couldn't the same be said then for the people that drank the blood? Possibly, but what made them need the nutrients in the first place? What made you need to need just because you had childbirth. a baby? No, 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 no. Go to the store. Do you know how much the blood you lose during childbirth? A lot. I, I don't. I I don't know. Were you at the birth of your sons? Yeah, but I don't remember a lot of blood and stuff. I mean, it's because they collect it a lot in a bag. I don't. Well, and oh, that was all the, with the yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. with the placenta and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I get yeah, that. Yeah, you lose a lot of blood. But if it takes weeks to re put it back in, just take a few iron pills and you're right back at it. Yeah, just go to the store, grab some supplements, and call yeah. it a day. They have a thing called vitamins that's over the counter. Mm-hmm. Eat liver. I don't like liver. <laughs> But you liked placenta. No, I hid it. I hid it in a smoothie. So then hide liver in a smoothie to get like beef liver. That's really good for you. Chicken livers are popular. Yeah. Well, then we're going to get into a discussion of why you would eat beef liver, but not a human placenta. Because beef liver wouldn't be considered cannibalism. Ooh, so Matt opens the book of cannibalism. That's not always. It's it's a discussion, Uh, 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 but. Huh? Is it really if it's your own? And it's an uh, organ yeah. that you grew? Yeah, I would think so, isn't so it? So if I drank my breast milk, is that also? Don't tell me. Every mom who breastfeeds has tried it. Oh, <laughs> no. I don't drink it. Tim's tried it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we're going to have to talk oh, to him. Oh, Timothy, him. please. <laughs> we're we're going to have to talk to him. I know there's a fetish. I know it's there's not, a fetish. No, not like that. Not I know like there's that. a fetish. It's like dip your finger in and taste it. Tastes like cantaloupe juice. Cantaloupe juice. Mm-hmm. You've heard it first, gentlemen, in case you're interested in the whole <laughs> breast milk fetish. The only thing you got to worry about is if you like cantaloupe or not. Cantaloupe juice. It, it, it's not like uh, dairy tasting or, I mean, it tastes like can't fruit. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And yet you sit there and drink your glass of cow's milk. Yeah, I like cow's milk. Cow's milk is good. Mm-hmm. Doesn't yeah. taste like cantaloupe. Which, with just let me say, I don't like cantaloupe. <laughs> I don't. I don't eat cantaloupe. Musk melon, not this guy. Mm. Honeydew, I'm not so saying, much. Honey rock? What about honey rock? No. Watermelon, Yes. Those other melons, I just, I can't get the taste for it. There's something about that taste I just can't stomach. Okay. So then I probably definitely couldn't stomach breast milk. Well, you had to. I don't know. No, you had to. I don't remember that far back. I might have been Did on formula. Nurse? I don't know. I might have you been on formula. You don't know? I don't know. He got dropped on his God. head and he forgot it all. Nobody talks about these important things. I don't need to know what I ate when I was little. <clears throat> I, honestly, I don't at this point, or I don't want to vampire. And nowadays, what's this? <laughs> Let's speak about this for a minute. What's this about being like eight, nine, ten years old and still breastfeeding? Eight, nineteen. Oh, I, yeah, not nineteen. <laughs> That's a whole 19. other fetish. I was like, what? No, eight, eight nine, ten. No, I no, mean, not usually that. Long. It happens. I guarantee you can look it up. It does. It's an extended breastfeeding. What's the point of that? Uh, it's called natural term. Um, What's the word? Wean- it's not weaning. Natural term. I think it's just natural term breastfeeding. Well, it's it's just leaving it up to the kid. When the kid usually wants- usually they stop at two ish. So you're gonna ish. you're gonna let the kid say when he's done breastfeeding. Yeah, I mean I wouldn't go that long personally, but yeah, no little Timmy. 
It's time to cut it off. <laughs> Here is some chicken McNuggets. It's got the same nutritional value. Here's, here's some chicken nuggets <laughs> and a French fry. false. But... Well, I know. But <laughs> that probably some supplements from over the counter. Here's a hot pocket. Thing. Mm. A hot pocket or Taco Bell burrito. Any of those things. It's got a, you know. Just... It'll do the trick. And then Tim. Tim tries breast milk. Timothy, if you're out there, I'm here shaking my head. All the nursing moms listening are on my side. <laughs> oh, I mean, I mean, I'm not going to, I mean, I think it's great. Knock yourselves out. I'm not, I am not busting anybody's breasts over, <laughs> over if you, how long you want to breastfeed. That doesn't bother me at all. Instead of what chaps Matt's ass, yeah. what busts Ashley's what, breasts. There you go. Yeah. I mean, like, well, the whole, the whole, uh, people get offended when people's out breastfeeding in the public and stuff, how, you know, I've seen like crazy videos where they've actually just had a doll and they've acted like it. Mm -hmm. But then some of the people's reactions, they come up and people are assholes. Oh, that's disgusting. You need to go. I mean, like, I don't, I don't see that. It don't bother me at all. I don't look if it, right. That's on the theory is look, you ain't bother me. So thank you. I'm on my way. I mean, yeah, it don't bother me. You said something right today, man. Yeah. Well, anything. (laughs) Even like with all these fetishes that Ashley's into. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> Ashla and Hannah's into. That stuff don't bother me. Whatever makes you happy, go on, do your thing. You've heard it here from me. Go do mm. what you need to do. You only live once. YOLO, baby. YOLO. All right. Back to vampires. <laughs> so what a little, what's a little history there for us? All right. So in ancient times, the word vampire, classifying vampires as their own being, did not exist. Creatures with similar attributes, like drinking blood and eating flesh, were thought to be demons, evil spirits, and occasionally the devil himself. There wasn't much differentiation between vampiric beings and spirits, interestingly so, enough. Yeah. So vampiric. if you each vampiric. 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 It's vampiric. That one vampiric. I know, I'm right? No, no. No, no, no. I don't know. Uh-huh, there's okay. one. Got oh, one, actually, oh. one. If I do Ashley. that every time, you got it wrong, Matt. <laughs> so, if you were to eat or drink your own flesh or blood, you could be considered to be demons, evil spirits, or the devil himself. Your hmm. own? I don't know about that. It doesn't say your own. It just okay. says drinking blood or eating flesh. I just added your own. The in term there. vampire was used uh, as we use it today. Was popularized in Western Europe and is from Slovenia. So it's Slavic. Correct. What uh, There was a big breakout of the whole vampire during the plague era, wasn't there? Yes. During the plague, the hysteria kind of started. Well, what's some of the uh, characteristics of vampires around the world? What would you say? All right. So going way back. Back, back in the day. Like back, plague back in the day. Plague era plague or era. like Vladimir era? Vladimir was after their came after so wait yeah. mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. back back so back in the plague okay purplish or dark in color okay they assumed this was because they had been consuming blood so the purplish or dark in mm-hmm. color or, or could just baby me like starting to rot that's actually what it is yes right. but they they said it was because they were consuming blood gotcha bloated or swollen bodies that's again they thought it was blood intake but that's just what happens when mm-hmm. your your bodies decompose cold mm-hmm. they're dead yep happens uh appearing as a corpse no oh. shit hello yep <laughs> blood coming from the nose or mouth they said that was because they were consuming blood but well, actually yeah, right well especially back then especially yeah. since there was no embalming and all that kind of right. stuff as you decompose your bodies with leak fluids, leak. especially from the corners of your mouth, your nose, and other orifices, but they probably couldn't see yeah. that. It's important to note that the the vampire hysteria started during the plague area because what they would do is have mass grave sites of these people. They'd have to go in, open it back up to bury more bodies, and what they would find would be these bodies that are decomposing, are decomposing, but looked. As if they were out feasting. But looked like vampires to them. Yeah. Gotcha. And they thought perhaps maybe that's what was causing the plague. That mm-hmm. they were out feeding on mm-hmm. night, passing mm-hmm. the diseases and germs around? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So let's keep going on characteristics. Have sharp facial features. 
same age as they were when they were buried. Oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You don't age after you die. Last I thought. Okay. Some ancient times believed to be capable of metamorphosis. This is where it gets interesting to me. Uh, they would most commonly turn into wolves or owls. Did you well, know that? I knew. Well, the wolves, that was on True Blood, too. You mm-hmm. could be wolves. I think that was the only animal. Or no. No, I take that back. That was something else. Spoiler alert. Next. So, no, I didn't know about the wolves, but I think in pulp culture, we believe they can flip into the bat because of the vampire bat. Right. And that wasn't even until the 19th century. Yeah, that was late. That's that's earlier. Go ahead. And that was only because that's when blood bats were discovered in South America. Mm-hmm. That feast on nothing, but so see. That just makes those... sense, right? Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> There's something that drinks blood. Oh, it must be a vampire. But if they can just drink blood and get the nutrients enough to survive, then there obviously must be some nutrients in the blood that okay. we talked about earlier, remember? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, see? So here's the question. Yeah. Are vampires, in fact, werewolves? Mm, no. No? Vampires no. turn into wolves. They have a lot of the same features. Sometimes they said that vampires would have hairy palms or extra hair that's on their body. That's a whole other reason. I know, but... They also went blind that's... in one eye. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Sometimes they could summon other animals, herds of wolves, owls, and sometimes flies. Do you know where that came from? There was no explanation, no. Okay. Uh, wearing what they were buried in. Makes Hello. sense, yep. <laughs> that changes, though, throughout pulp culture. I don't... It, well, they just change their clothes they, when they, they come They could change, out, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, good. Capable of putting victims in a daze-like state. Kind of hypnosis. Yeah. Seduce so they them. can lure them and right. have their way to drink their We don't blood. know where the history behind that one came is, do you? It's, no, no. It's interesting. A lot of this is just probably somebody drunk off their ass coming up with shit. Well, then what was always the, you know, with the vampires? You have to, you're safe from vampires until you invite them into your house. Right. So sometimes it was said that... In order for them to get to you, you had to invite them in. Otherwise, they'd start bleeding from what face, eyes, ears, mouth, something like that. If they came into your house without being, yeah, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that's where that's where the Swedish movie runs with the let the right one in. Yeah. So then, as popular culture started to change, Dracula came about. More books came about. More movies, TV shows. Here we are in 2018. Mm-hmm. We have added to our list of characteristics. So now, well, we'd still, okay, so more potom, or popular culture, pop culture. Mm-hmm. We know we have the fangs. Fangs, yeah, sometimes fangs. retractable. Yep. That, yeah. I know True Blood, they had the pops in and out. They were always mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. Um, now we know them more being pale skinned. Mm-hmm. They got the strength, they got the speed. Um, you said, what, what did you say? If they're, what do they do in Twilight? Oh my God, in Twilight. So sunlight, sometimes it was believed that they couldn't go in sunlight, that they would either burn up or it would hurt them, whatever. Yeah, my pop culture that I know, sunlight, bad, sunburn, dead type thing. Right. So um, in Twilight, they glitter. (laughs) Oh, that must be fantastic. (laughs) They literally just glitter. Is that why you always put your glitter on? If you guys ever look Me? at Ashley, I don't yeah. have glitter. Oh, Hannah, no, no, no. all no, over the no, place. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, that's true too. Hannah does have, you know, it looks like a, a pixie farted in their faces. <laughs> but, but Ashley does the same thing. Ashley, she looks like, like I said, basically <sighs> like she got in a fight at a glitter party or something went on. But they, she usually looks like a disco ball. You know after what, she's Matt? Done with glitter. You know what you've got coming in the mail? A glitter bomb. Mm-hmm. Mm. I will open it now. There you go. <laughs> she just told me, and then like, all right. Um, I'm pretty sure they disguise it, don't they? Do they disguise it? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That was the perfect time to use your um his radio joke. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get to it. And then you think they're sexy, though. Also, me? Yeah, they're well defined. <laughs> It's a, the especially in True Blood. There, I don't think there was one ugly vampire. It in has True become Blood. necessity, if you will, that vampires in our TV shows and movies are pretty much just downright sexy. Mm-hmm. 
No shirts. Sex sells. Get those people in the seats. Muscles, six packs. Pale apparently is sexy. So why can't they see themselves in mirrors? It was part of the lore early on, actually. They because their body's still door. there. Yeah. They used to put mirrors on doors so that vampires could not walk up to your house to even be asked in. So deter, de- deter them. All right. So let's say I had a vampire situation. The guy down the street's a vampire. <laughs> okay. And I wanted to protect myself. Okay. So what? That- yeah, so that, tell me about that's that. a warding off vampire shit right there. Okay, so tell me all about. What do you think you could use, Matt? Well, holy water always works. I think holy water, crucifix. Rosary. I know. I've obviously heard of garlic. Uh huh. What are some other things? Uh, um, the plant hawthorn. What's hawthorn do? It's a wood. It's. <laughs> it's the wood. Sometimes they would use it to make the stake that is said to kill vampires. And sometimes they would put a piece through of it. Through the heart. Yeah. That was one of the ways. Wooden stake through the heart. Sometimes they would put a piece of it in the sock of the deceased was supposed to keep it from getting up and okay. returning to the vampire. The, a branch of wild rose. Same thought. All right. Mirrors facing outwards, especially on doors. Um, mustard, seed, mustard seeds on the roofs of houses. <laughs> All right. Interesting. Right, right. Uh-huh. Well, then, of course, you know, you got the crucifix, of course, the old standby. Yeah. Anything holy because these beings were considered to be evil. Back in the day, yeah. The... Evil spirit, devil, whatever. Right, right. Okay. So then this is part warding off healing if you will if anyone came in contact with a vampire it was said that if you took the heart of the vampire burned it into ashes and made a potion and drank it it would prevent you from turning into one i got a story about that here a little bit you do yep i found something do you want to tell me right now nope damn it i know it (laughs) i want to hear the story (laughs) right okay so let me ask you this then because this kind of relates to the story i'm gonna tell you about but well just so if someone if somebody (laughs) it's a teaser after the next words from all right so if someone passes away what are things that you could do to prevent them from becoming vampires because i know there's a whole there's a slew lore about that what are some of those fill the mouth with soil which is funny because Ted mentioned earlier when we were talking a little bit about it, if there are spirits entering the body, making them come to life and feast on tasty blood, how would the spirits ascend from hell through? All the she just hit her head on the on the mic again. Through layers and layers of earth, but they can't enter the mouth through. Uh, what, or is it maybe because, or two of soil? So the mouth can't, maybe if it's full of dirt, it can't eat nothing? It's just so it couldn't enter the body okay. from my research. Interesting. Uh, putting a coin in the mouth, do you know anything about that one? Well, I know the whole back in the day you put coins, more so I knew like over the eyes to, to pay the trolley man, I think. It's trolley? The yeah. gatekeeper? Ding, 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 ding. Was it the gatekeeper? No. The ferryman. Just pay the toll. The ferryman. Was it ferryman? Yes. Trolley, ferry. <laughs> it's all the same. But to take their soul on, that was that was his cost. Okay. Yeah. But then I think also that was originally, or that they end up that was another way to pay the mortician or the undertaker. That they kind of basically, mm-hmm. well, you put two coins here. It's to take you there, but it's going to grease my pocket. So. Yeah, probably but did. It did. I'm sure. Go ahead. Yeah. So one theory was to pay the toll to the underworld. Mm-hmm. And then some people said it, again, just like the soil, prevented spirit from entering their body through the, I even knew through the mouth. They got to a point where they actually start to, like, cut the body. Yes. Severing tendons at the knees to keep them from walking. Yep. Mm-hmm. That'd probably work for zombies, too, then. Yeah, you would think, right? Right. Interesting. And you could also bury a corpse upside down. Bury a corpse upside down. Uh, sometimes they would put sand, malay, or poppy seeds on the ground around the grave. They believed that they would have to stop and count the grains before passing over them to feast. So that would keep them busy all night, and then they ended up in their grave again before morning. 
Interesting. Yeah, that one's weird, right? But that's also, that goes farther back. There's some other lore about other creatures that, that are the same way. So, all right. So we know how to maybe do that. Then what about killing vampires? What's a good way then? Well, we know the wood, the chest, you know, the stake to the the heart. Stake's made of wood. That's... Sometimes it's heart, stomach, or mouth. And then sometimes it's different types of wood. Is supposed to work better than others. Okay. So there was hawthorn, uh, oak, I believe was one. Get specific. Gotcha. Decapitation. That's how they do it in Supernatural. Just cut the head off. It'd yep. work, I guess. Mm-hmm. Steel or iron needles in the heart or stomach. Okay. Mention that. Yeah, I'll mention that. Reburial using a blessing in holy water. Sometimes it was believed that these people would come back as vampires because they didn't receive a proper passing being blessed to go on to the heaven, mm-hmm. wherever. Exorcism. Or forcing a brick in the mouth. Because why not? Why the fuck not add that to the list? <laughs> yeah, that would always work. And then when, when they die, I know they either turn into ash, they mm-hmm. blow up in the fame, or, uh, flames, and they're famous. <laughs> they would be famous. I'm going to live not forever. All right. <laughs> So, oh my god! What? So we talked about the lifestyle, right? Mm-hmm. There is a story I wanted to mention this in the subculture of vampires. They always claim that their victims are volunteers that are willing to to go and donate. That's what, that's what Hannah must be going checking out. Yeah, I'm a little worried. She doesn't know what she's getting herself into. Anyway. There was a story, I think I actually posted it on the Facebook page. Did I? I did. And it talked about this girl who was trying to hitchhike, and she got picked up by some guy, and he drained her blood and was drinking it. She somehow escaped through the bathroom window, and somebody found her walking down the street and rescued her. Okay. So there's some dark corner of this where people are actually taking people against their will and doing it. But that's more of the subculture still. That's the so that's definitely the right. subculture, yeah. But let's let's actually talk to, about the vampiric culture of real life. Mm-hmm. Let's actually go the story I have, there's one from Romania. Okay. All right. And the guy's name that passed away was Toma Petra. Toma Petra was his name. All right. His relatives after he had passed away, pulled his body from the grave, ripped out his heart, burnt the heart to ashes, mm-hmm. mixed it with water, and See? drank it. That happened in Romania not too long ago. Real news. And that's how they basically said that's how they deal with vampires. Can you there. imagine, though, digging up your own family member, pulling the heart out? I mean, I know you know they're dead. Yeah, I guess still, not if you yeah. thought they were a vampire. But still... Yeah, but the, and then drinking it. <laughs> the vill- the village that happened, this happened in. I mean, like if that was to happen here, people would be in uproar. Yeah, they're like, oh my gosh, they're defacing. You know, the village that happened in Romania. They're like, no, that's that's what we do here. It's very common. Mm-hmm. And basically, also, they're outraged that the police are even involved in this whole what they call a simple vampire slaying. They knew exactly There's... what they were doing. They were slaying a vampire. Even in our country, there's people who are, quote unquote, dedicated to being vampire slayers and claim to. Yeah, I mean, their their whole thing here in Romania is that vampire slaying is a very acceptable thing that that happens. It's hidden. It's not like they don't really, it's not Mm full-blown culture. I mean, it happens, but everybody just knows that it happens and accepts it. So... I don't know. It, basically, when they were questioned to the police about it, they were like, well, what did we do? And the wife of the man that is accused of re-killing him, basically, said that if we're right, if or basically if the police were right and he was already dead, then what difference does it make? And then if they were right, we killed the vampire and saved lives. So who's wrong? Because he was already dead, it's not a murder since he was yeah, already dead. And if they, if he was a vampire, they saved lives. I'm sure the issue for the police is, you it's know, unwanted exhuming. Yeah, it's, of it's, a body. 
it's defacing the grave is what the police are going at. But that's what I'm saying. And the mindset still in today's culture, this is a real problem to the extent that they're going to exhume people. And I actually have, let me see here. Let me go through my paperwork here. Good. I guess it'd be more of a cultural thing. Like, you know, Thanksgiving, we always have turkey. You know, when someone dies, they always eat their heart. Yeah. <laughs> it's, Maybe. It's a cultural thing. If you mm. grow up with it, I mean, you know. Well, whoever gets the biggest cup, their wish comes true. The biggest cup of what? The Blood? burnt ashes oh. potion. It's like the wishbone. Oh, I got you. <laughs> so, I guess when this came out in the police, um, they actually talked to somebody else that was in the village, and they kind of was. Um, these reporters were trying to find out their culture there in the village. And this Ian Barsala, who was 64 years old, explained there are two ways to stop a vampire, but only one way after he or she has risen to feed. Okay. So in their culture, this is what they believe. Before the burial, you can insert a long sewing needle just mm-hmm. into the belly button, and that will stop them from coming a vampire. Now, why does that needle in the belly button? I don't know, but that's that's what they believe. Once they've become a vampire, though, all that is left to do is you got to dig them up. You must use a curved haying sickle to remove the heart, to cut the heart out. Burn the heart to ashes on an iron plate. God, that's specific. And then everyone that is sick because of yes. the vampire, after they drank it, those ashes and mixed with water will become better. And I guess that in this case here with Toma Petra is that there were several people in the family after he had passed away that started becoming very sick. So of course they know that the only reason that they're becoming sick after he's passed away is because he is affecting them with their vamp, you know, the, this vampiric tendency, this ion Barcela states that the heart of a vampire, when you burn it, will squeak like a mouse and try to escape. They said it's best to take a wooden stake and pin it to the pan so it won't get away. Okay. And they said that's exactly what happened with Petra. So I'm assuming just a hot iron pan and a piece of meat is probably going to sizzle and squill. I've heard meat kind of squill before when you get something hot enough, I guess. But So after Petra died... The son and daughter-in-law and granddaughter, they all got ill. They knew this is because he became a vampire. So they went to the cemetery and they hung out. They got a little alcohol in them to help with the well, courage, yeah. you know, just to, to do the whole process. But the first night they did it, according to these, this uh, news articles, they got a little too intoxicated and couldn't really operate the shovel <laughs> well enough. So they had to wait until the next night they sobered up had the proper amount of alcohol, and then was successful. (laughs) They said when they pulled Peter from the grave, he was on his side. His mouth was bloody. Gee, I wonder why. So being on the side, I'm assuming maybe just as they transported him, Mm -hmm. maybe he shifted a little bit. But, I mean, if you open it up, he's supposed to be laying there. On his back. Yeah. Yeah. So now he's on his side because he was obviously out walking around the night before. Obviously. Right. The blood in the mouth. We've, we've discussed that. His heart, his heart did squeak and jumped when it was burned. And it was also, then it was mixed with the water and taken by all those that were sick and it worked. Everybody became healthy again after they slayed the vampire. I mean, everything's adding up. It's making sense. But it just goes to, I mean, it just goes to show you, it's the beliefs behind it that have, I think, the power. I got to tell you, it surprised me when I was doing the research that during the, uh, what's it called? What's it called? What's it called? The plague. Thank you. I thought of it on my own. During the plague, it was so bad. The hysteria was so bad that it kind of turned into a Salem witch trials type thing. And they would seek individual did i already talk about this yes but not on here okay see we talked about beforehand didn't we right yeah okay so they would actually seek out people the viewers want to know too that they thought the listeners want to know as well they would seek out people that they thought would likely become vampires after death and they killed them just because they were afraid i mean Mm -hmm. babies that were born with teeth were one people who did i 
Did I go over this part no. too? Was this beforehand? Just roll this with is it. hard. Go ahead. People who committed suicide, people who were just known to be bad people, mean. So if you commit suicide, they kill you, killed you again. Yeah. Or they... Well, they took the extra caution, precautions to make sure you wouldn't become a vampire. Gotcha. But yeah, they they treated it much like the Salem witch trials, and but there were a lot were, of people. Executed. But if you were a child, was born with teeth, they offed you. I don't know if it saying? was right away, but yeah. Holy there were a lot cow. of people executed because just the plain fear. Huh. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Learned something new today. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we're doing something right. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. But, you know, again, my whole thought behind it is, again, it's the, the power of the vampire gets its power from the belief behind it. The people that believe yes. into it is what gives it its power. Obviously, these people here in Romania, this they you know this is common cult common culture that they see they've done nothing wrong and yep. So and again, it's the belief with some of the subculture of that they're into it. I mean, if someone wants to believe enough that they are a vampire, could they not do all those vampiric things? Now they might not burn when sun hits them. <laughs> glitter or glitter. <laughs> Their skin's not just looks like turn a fairy farted on them. <laughs> oh my god! The unicorn took a shit on them, and now they're glittery. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's in my opinion, that's kind of where it still gets it. It's it's the belief behind it. Yeah. So I don't know what you learned, Spencer. What you learned today? Learned a lot of things. <laughs> That there is actually <laughs> cultures out there that still partake in these activities. Yeah. What you learned? Did you learn anything, Ashley, or did you know it all? I learned a lot when I did the research. What you learned? Tell me one thing that you learned. One thing good. One thing good you take the, away from yeah, today. Yeah, give me the good. The massacres is what got me. Oh, so yeah. that's good? Well, no, I know what she's saying. The tidbit of knowledge. Yeah, the tidbit of knowledge that I did not know. Mm-hmm. And then I also, I guess a lot of my thought, based on pop culture, I thought vampires, pretty much, there was a vampire, I don't know how they came about the first one, but vampires were made by biting other vampires, vampire bite, 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 what right. have you. I didn't realize the, the how closely the connection was to zombies, if you will, the raising from the coffin, becoming, going out, drinking blood. I knew the returning to the coffin. Well, I guess Dracula did that, but yeah, he went a lot of the zombies return back to the coffin. I don't know about zombies, no, but I'm just saying I didn't realize that it was that. No, they're always roaming. It was yeah. Well, I didn't realize that it was that much of a. I got gotcha. you. Coffin related lore similarity. Yeah. Hmm. Other than the original Dracula, which I didn't know was more closely tied to the original lore than. All this other bullshit, sparkly vampires we have Spark today. <laughs> Watch Twilight so you can see sparkly <laughs> vampires. I also learned how easy it is to get off topic. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> Welcome. We, Welcome. That takes work, and we are experts at it. <laughs> do you know how hard that is to do that? That's like today I learned Ashley ate her placenta. And Tim drinks her breast milk. <laughs> he didn't drink it. He dipped his finger in it and tried That's, it. Did it go down his throat? Probably not, because there wasn't enough of it. <laughs> Tim drank the breast milk. That's what I'm going with. <laughs> he's going to kill me. <laughs> yep. Yes, he, he's he gonna, is. He's going to be listening to this later. Uh, and... Or not. He stopped listening several episodes ago. <laughs> we'll have to message him and tell him to listen to this episode. He only listens when he has to take a shit. It's a diuretic. Mm -hmm. That's all you got to do. So he quit a couple episodes ago. It's been a while then. Mm -hmm. Been backed up. <laughs> that breast milk probably backed him up. No, that does the opposite. <laughs> now you know. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up tonight. If you guys do us a favor, you listen to us and you think you might like it, learn something from it, get a kick out of listening to us, do me a huge favor. Make sure you guys subscribe, give us a thumbs up, give us some stars. A review or two would be great. We'd appreciate it. We'd like to hear from you. Send us out something on uh, Facebook or our, at our email, extraordinaryfiles at gmail.com. Or you can find us Facebook, Extraordinary Files. 
on Facebook. Instagram is what, Ashley? Extraordinary File. On Instagram? What else would it be? I don't know. I don't know what you mean. I know uh, Twitter's, Twitter's X-Files Pod. Mm-hmm. At X-Files Pod. At X-Files Pod. So yes. there's several ways to get a hold of us. We'd like to hear from you and let us know what's going on. And if you guys happen to bump in, even if it's not Hannah, important, just shoot us shoot us a message. Tell us you listen. But if you hear from maybe Hannah, maybe you'll get a shout out. Yeah. If you hear from Hannah, see from Hannah, have any reports on Hannah, let us know. We'd be interested in hearing what you guys know. We're going to play that game. Where Little does she know she's doing research on a topic we've already covered. Well, we can still <laughs> maybe do a part B, part, part two if we get some part information. B. Part B. We're going to go A B two C D. <laughs> something if we get any of those if we get something from some viewers we can always back into it and mm-hmm. open it up and hear some stories so. all, right. all right we're out of here we'll see you again again, again. <laughs> next week we're gonna do it all again on another episode thanks for listening we're out PSA for today's episode, no vampires were harmed in the recording of this session.